Yeah, well, it's not like this is a one in a you know one in a trillion odd chance. It, it is. We have these cosmic rays hitting us all the time. You can say though the odds are astronomical. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Your jokes are bad. Well, that took me a second to get. I've only been waiting all day to deliver that line. (laughs) What he hasn't told you is it took him him two hours of research before he actually came up with that joke. (laughs) Worth it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Phone <laughs> delay. Welcome to the Nature Apple. <laughs> Keith is phoning in because he's trying to show that he's a responsible parent or something like that. I don't know. That's <laughs> uh, a compromise. My wife and I came to a compromise. I wanted to go to a book club or something. And so I'm, I'm at home watching one of our kids. And by watching, and by watching, he means he, mean, he knocked out their child, and now he can do whatever he wants, like record a podcast. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Priorities, yeah, like most men our age do. Like most men our age do. Can you watch the kids tonight? Yeah, sure. I can knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Benadryl goes a long way. <laughs> Since apparently Doctor hey, Good is frowned know? upon, <clears throat> just use a little Benadryl. That's fine. <laughs> yes yes it should be fun yep. but but not quite as fun as our weekly dose of what is a vitamin b. Uh, vitamin b Welcome to your vitamin B. Oh, thank you. I didn't contribute to the music. I feel bad now. You should feel bad. Missed my cue. Your jokes are bad and you should feel bad. (laughs) Your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. (laughs) Speaking of people cheering, unemployment among talking candies hits record high under (laughs) Biden administration. Thank you, Tucker Carlson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yes, indeed, indeed. In other news, ESG hits a new all-time high as environmentally conscious cowboys take herd of crickets out to pasture. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Along those same lines, Netflix Narnia adaptation has announced that they are to feature the first black white witch. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. I wouldn't put it past them. Yes. No, no, not at all. In some more somber news, just an idea burns down Atlanta. <laughs> it's just an idea. Speaking of bad ideas, 
Yes. Yes, referring to Antifa. Speaking of bad ideas, we have a special exclusive for you today. We have the complete STEM 10-step plan for ending poverty. Oh, finally. By Bernie Sanders. Here are the steps. Number one, abort all the poor babies. I mean... Yes. Okay. Number two. Yeah. Tax rich people until they're poor. And then abort their babies. Number three. Give everyone money until they become middle class. Okay. Number four. Drop Elon Musk off the Empire State Building. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. At this point, we're probably out of money, so print more money. Fair. Number six. <laughs> offload our health care to Cuba. <laughs> Number seven. Force greedy business owners to lower all their prices. <laughs> Number eight. Do whatever it is that Venezuela did. Except for fracking. <laughs> Number nine. Blow up all the banks like at the end of Fight Club. <laughs> and last but very not least, number 10, let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Especially if it's a delicious chocolate cake. What could possibly go wrong? With a well, glorious a Hugo Chavez picture drawn in whipped cream. <laughs> ah. Speaking of unconscionable monsters... Pelosi becomes a Republican after Priest exercises all the demons from her home. (laughs) Is that what that explosion was? (laughs) Many of you have probably heard that the movie star Alec Baldwin was recently charged in the shooting on on the set of Rust. Yes, very tragic. In response to the shooting charges, Alec Baldwin has come out and pled Democrat. Oh, so he's getting off scotch-free. Got it. Yes, pretty much. Last but not least, your favorite topic of discussion, Monsieur Biden. A batch of classified documents found on Walmart clearance shelf. (laughs) That's all. This has been your Vitamin B. Wow, we flipped a California seat and didn't even have to try. <laughs> Has anybody asked asked the uh, the priests how they're doing after <laughs> the ramifications endeavor? of such an endeavor? Demons had to go somewhere. <laughs> Exercise the demons. Fortunately, there's too many swine in D.C. to uh, well, know exactly <laughs> where they went. <laughs> well, it was it was at her home in California. So, oh, uh, same problem, <laughs> which could explain <laughs> the bacon shortage. No, it, it could explain why in California, San Francisco, more specifically, which is, I believe, Nancy Pelosi's district. Of course. It is, yeah. If uh, if you're short on money, 
and you know, know how to forge documents to make it look like you've lived in an area since you were born, uh, you might want to consider uh, San Francisco as your target of choice <clears throat> because the city is looking at paying $5 million in reparations to black people each. Wow. Five million per person? Per person. I need to I need to learn calligraphy and become black. <laughs> yeah. How where are we on the transracial movement again? Uh, is that socially acceptable yet? You know oh. how you just kind of slam a car in reverse when you're in drive and hope for the best? Somewhere around there. <laughs> <laughs> well still not smart to do. <laughs> yeah. But even for five million dollars. Well, my advice to anyone that tries that is don't try to dress up. Well, if you know, if anything, might not go well. If anything, they'll you know charge you for it, throw you in jail, and then you can turn around and blame them for some sort of race thing. Of course, you know you identify as black, and so they're obviously racist <clears throat> for doing what they did to you. You know, I may not be black, but I'm not gay either. But 20 bucks is 20, 20 bucks. Bu- $5 million is $5 million. I joke, I joke, I keep. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. so uh, this article is just full of uh, flowery story mostly. But it, uh, it does point out that the city can reject the... Uh, AARAC committee's uh, uh, suggestion proposal. Yeah. You know, it would only cost billions of dollars for the city of San Francisco, which would mean they'd have to. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you're looking at. That doesn't sound sustainable. Oh, what? what does sustainability Since when California? <laughs> Since when has California done anything that's sustainable? I know, I know. Yeah. Um, You're confusing so, them with somebody fiscally responsible. So the city of San Francisco. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Remember, like California has done things like really stupid ideas that even they rejected because they were not sustainable. Like, uh, didn't they try universal health care one time back? Back a while, a while back. Yeah, and shockingly, people and, are taking advantage of it. Weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you know, the point is, is, like, sometimes they reject ideas that are for, too progressive even for California. How bad with money do you actually have to be to be one of the largest economies in the world as a state by itself and still be insolvent? Yeah. I'm just saying. So to put into perspective what they're looking at paying overall, uh, the State Reparations Task Force, which will issue its own proposal in June, believes that black Californians may be due $569 billion for housing discrimination alone between 1933 and 1977. Does that take inflation into account? (laughs) I don't know. I would imagine so. Yeah, so because of that, uh, because of housing conditions or whatever, housing discrimination, they know it's housing discrimination because black people live in poor 
rundown communities in California. Never mind that California is passing who knows what kinds of stupid stuff. Oh, maybe like this. To make it so the only way you can actually live in California as a regular person is to buy a piece of crap house in a piece of crap neighborhood on a piece of crap street. Because your job pays you crap for the state of California. While you're living next to people just crapping in the streets. (laughs) I call call me a tinfoil hat person, if you will, but uh, I feel like this isn't going to fix their problem. I feel like this is just going to exacerbate it. It's only make it worse. What? What? Yeah. Not to be confused with other words that are similar to exacerbate. And of course they have to. We should. (laughs) We should. We should take all of the California politicians and just make them fan fiction writers instead. And everything will be better. (laughs) Everything would be better. Uh, Of course they have to pull on the words of Martin Luther King. Uh, He described in his, I have a dream speech. America was founded by white men who wrote a fraudulent check that promised that all men would enjoy their unalienable rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. King was demanding the riches of freedom and justice for black America. Almost 60 years later, AARAC is doing the same in San Francisco. I'm pretty sure because of the fact that their quotation marks are only around about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, (laughs) seven of those words, that that's not what Mr. King actually said. You mean there's context behind it? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, sorry. 11 of those words if you take into account two paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. My mistake. My mistake. I'm sure they're right. I'm sure they are. Yeah. What are What's that comma at the end of this? Nothing. Don't look at that. Don't look at the comma. Never look at the commas. Never, Didn't you learn anything from never the Second look Amendment? Past the comma, never look at the comma. Never look past the three dots after whatever was quoted or the three dots before what was quoted. Never, ever. Arkansas. Arkansas. Woohoo! <laughs> so some of these states are coming in off the top rope. And uh, other states are just kind of, you know, doing what California does. Arkansas. Coming off the top rope with a bill classifying drag shows as adult-oriented business. Uh, it's because they are. It's because they absolutely are. That sounds common sense. I don't sounds like common how that sense. Would be controversial. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, anti-LGBT somehow because they're trying to say, "Hey, your adult shows minors can't go to. It's illegal to do so." So you admit that you're. This actually is about sexualizing kids. No, that's not what we're saying at all. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. Well, Utah also put through some some trans stuff recently. Yes. Did okay. you Did you see my uh, my Twitter comment this morning? I did not. Oh some, yeah, yeah, I did. That's you did. Some attention. <laughs> yeah. Has it Has it gotten attention? I haven't even checked. So somebody a little bit, yeah. Somebody commented on on our glorious leader, Governor Spencer Cock, uh, Coxie, uh, Cox, Cox, yes, Coxie. <laughs> uh, they they commented on his Twitter 
that I can't even remember what the other thing they were arguing about was, but they, they commented that if he was going to veto that, then he should veto the, the, uh, trans bills that are aimed at, uh, what was it? They said the, the like vulnerable, most vulnerable among us or something like that. Uh And I commented, you misspelled aimed at ending medical child abuse. (laughs) 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 Fixed it. (laughs) Yeah, someone someone retweeted it. Oh, did they? (laughs) Yes! Yes! I got a retweet! (laughs) Woohoo! It's how much attention I pay to to social media. It's the little things. I jump on once in a while and see something that I have to just, you know... (laughs) start a flame war over you're wrong and then i ignore all of the, <laughs> the comments and things that go with it you're wrong and here's why i'm logging off <laughs> <laughs> until next time friends <laughs> i must go i must go my people need me your people need you ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great yeah. oh, I'm, I'm i'm glad to know that it uh, it caught some attention that makes me happy inside yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, so the, uh, the bill will uh, amend state legal code for an adult-oriented business to add drag performance to list, already including an adult arcade, an adult bookstore or video store, or adult cabaret, an adult live entertainment establishment, an adult motion picture theater, an adult theater, a massage establishment that offers adult services, an escort agency, or a nude model studio. Those aren't even close to the same thing, except for they are. Why do they got to be going after the Korean massage parlors like that? <laughs> I just... I'd rather not think about the details. <laughs> <laughs> the well, wasn't there a story last year about some dude that went in and shot up a massage parlor because he was like... They were doing illicit things and whatever. Yeah. And nobody yeah. believed him, and then they investigated it, and it actually was a thing. And we called it from the beginning. <laughs> I, I said at the time, any <laughs> massage parlor like that that's on a strip mall is absolutely a front for something else. Okay. And I was right. <laughs> what kind of bait are you using? Oh, <laughs> The guy was oh right. Gosh. I was right. <laughs> I knew it. He knew it. And the crowd knew it. Uh, it was he, he called it a den of sin or something like that. It was yes. really funny. Yes. <laughs> they were offering illicit services behind the curtain. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Was that in Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Moving a little south of Arkansas. And east, just uh, a little to southeast. the state that keeps on winning. Ah, uh, I love it. DeSantis, uh, Florida, announced that legislation is being written up to prohibit China and other enemies of the United States from purchasing land in the United States. Uh, now, uh, if only we could get the federal government to, you know, I, I guess not the United half, States, half but the consideration in Florida because it's Florida doing this so right can he ban bill gates from buying uh property in florida while he's at it that would be fantastic he's basically owned by china i'm sure so that's what i was about to say <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it 
<laughs> you, you mean the Chinese agent? Yeah. As we sit here on our Windows computers. DeSantis said, from a national security perspective, uh, is that something is that something that we want to see? And a lot of times there will be comp- companies that will put themselves out as private, but if you peel back the onion a little bit, they're basically controlled by the CCP, which is correct because if you are a business doing business in China, you cannot do business in China unless you allow a member of the CCP to be on the board of your business. So, so that's how these uh, these companies are indirectly... Um Owned by China, yep. they have somebody on the board. They from, ha- they have to comply with what the Chinese Communist Party tells them. Yep. Or else what? Or else you don't get to do business in China. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would put a lot of people in their pocket. Yep. Yeah, the CCP or the Communist China uh, Chinese Communist Party that they they would own a lot of companies. I know Disney has done tons of uh, uh, like. Uh, I forget the word. Um, <laughs> Shady <discussion>. dealings. <laughs> uh, yeah. Backroom deals. Uh, I'm oh. sure there's lots more. <laughs> yes. China that, is the a list huge goes market. On. And they make all of our products, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, th- this is becoming a bigger issue because a lot of the land that's being purchased by these companies and or countries of, in question, Iran, Russia... Afghanistan, things like that. Um, it's fairly close to military bases, if not right next door to a military base or critical infrastructure. So, you know, probably hey, good. So real quick question about um, the Great Reset and the New World Order and stuff. Uh-huh. Where does the Chinese Communist Party fit into them? Are, are they like ahead of it? Are they just part of it? Or are they like a separate I, entity? I was actually just about Email. to bring up something probably connected to that. So I, I don't actually know where they sit in the WEF and all that stuff. But didn't we find out that the Build Back Better, that Biden thing originated in China? In China. Yeah, yeah. we did. And um, then everyone... It seems the, to me- <laughs> there's a lot of layers to this onion, though. So uh, in- yeah. interesting, I, interesting I facts. Interesting facts here. Um, so, so the WEF, the the New World Order, everything, it's pushing a lot of ESG stuff, right? Uh, a lot of that having yeah. to do with environmental things, right? So, China, you wouldn't expect to be a big environmentalist, considering that they exceed all other developed nations combined in their emissions. Yeah, just because Correct. they're building a coal yeah. plant every week doesn't mean that their emissions are high. So <laughs> while China China by itself is responsible for 20 27% of the world's uh emissions uh-huh by Car- itself China by itself is responsible for for over a quarter of the world's emissions carbon emissions they are also the number one producer of everything you need to go green right so uh, windmill components, lithium batteries. I believe they have something like 70 to 80% of the market, depending on which thing you're looking at. It's a good thing we have an air base in Afghanistan to keep them from getting one of the largest cobalt deposits. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. They have Not the, anymore, we don't. They have the rights to that <laughs> cobalt deposit in Afghanistan now. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, as as to your your question about their role in the new world order, 
if if you believe that the new world order is simply just trying to put everybody under their thumb, that they don't really believe in any of the stuff that they're talking about, that it's it's a means yeah. to gain money and and power and influence, I would say that China is probably deeply involved in it in one way or another. Well, China simply China does because the S and the G. Yes, simply because China is one of the largest benefactors from everything that they're pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. literally if you if you peel back the onion on it, pretty much everything that the WEF and and the New World Order is pushing benefits China in one way shape or yeah. form. It's a good thing they're not a very good or large manufacturer of computer chips cuz otherwise that would Really oh, ruin wait. Ru oh, oh, Taiwan's right next door to them. Very oh. big. Yes, and Shoot. and yeah. of course, when you when you consider the fact that uh, you know Russia invading Ukraine and everything was more or less an orchestrated uh, thing as a test run for what would happen if China were to go after Taiwan to see how other countries would actually respond to something like that. Yeah, it, it makes a little more sense then, doesn't it? A little bit. And then oh, Putin painted himself in a corner that he can't get out of. And, and so now Ukraine is calling for World War Three. <laughs> Yippee for us! <laughs> and I remember uh, it was sometime around the Afghanistan withdrawal, I think. Or no, it was... Uh, oh, I don't remember what it was. But... Uh, uh, I pointed out that with what China was projecting of what they wanted to do with different things, they wanted to rebuild the Silk Road. Yeah. Which now they basically have because Afghanistan has fallen. Yep. And Russia, was, and I pointed out that uh, Putin wants to rebuild the USSR. Yeah. Which he's failing at. Badly. Badly. <laughs> but But Ukraine would have been the first step to doing that yeah huh. 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 Wyoming so a lot of states are following California and uh, the electric car movement of um, all all new vehicles after 2030 or 2035 whenever it is have to be electric cars Wyoming is uh, moving in the direction of See, they just introduced state legislation with the hopes of phasing out the sale of electric vehicles in that state by 2035. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ban gas cars? Fine, we'll ban your electric ones. Oh, we just lost Keith. We lost Keith. We'll get him back. But uh, the legislation... The legislation sponsor, Senator... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to ring through on us, cool. apparently. Oh, did you, I did lost you, you. Did you fall out of your chair or something, buddy? <laughs> His Bluetooth died. Uh, uh, so the legislation sponsor, Senator yeah. Jim Anderson... Uh, told Cowboy State Daily the reason he introduced the resolution was, quote, to push back against bans on new sales of cars with internal combustion engines in states like California and New York, and specifically an FU to the rest of the states. 
So Wyoming is trying to ban electric cars just to do the opposite of what California is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a solid plan. <laughs> I mean, that's not a terrible like plan for life, frankly. I think it's life advice that we could all use. Do right. whatever the opposite California is doing. Right. I like it. Right. Um, because it's all part of the plan. <laughs> Part of the legislation says, whereas the United States has consistently invested in the oil and gas industry to sustain gas-powered vehicles, and that investment has resulted in the continued employment of thousands of people in the oil and gas industry in Wyoming and throughout the country. Getting away, doing away with that would be detrimental to Wyoming is basically the reason behind it. I mean, that they're not wrong. It's sound logic. <laughs> hey, Isn't it... <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, basically saying, hey, if we follow California, we're going to have to explain to why a good chunk of our residents no longer have jobs. <laughs> this this article says something that's just absolutely idiotic, though. It says, uh, this resolution may be more tongue-in-cheek than a serious piece of legislation, but it brings light to a serious issue for Wyoming. Electric vehicles are coming. It really doesn't matter whether or not states ban internal combustion vehicles because in 10 to 15 years' time, very few people will want to buy one. False. And that includes most Wyoming residents. False. That is utter horseshit. Because <laughs> I, have, I have used electric vehicles, and they are nowhere near ready to replace combustion vehicles. No. Nowhere near. Yeah. I want a Tesla, not because... I want it to completely replace the combustion engine. I want a Tesla because I think it's stupid fun to go stupid fast really quick. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and they do do that. And it looks like a decent car. They Not do do that. And they are, they are decent that way. But going on a road trip with an electric vehicle is the biggest pain in the ass. Or like one of these stories on the side of the webpage, YouTuber's Hummer electric vehicle breaks down while off-roading in Moab. Yeah. Guess what? Yep. You got to get a tow truck somehow to tow you out of the middle of nowhere in Moab, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just put more gas. Ain't got no gas in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Instead I mean, of trying to fight the inevitable, Wyoming lawmakers need to begin to plan for an economic future that relies more on more heavily on other industries. No, you had it right before, moron. <laughs> yes. They know they have <laughs> they know they have to and perhaps this stunt was really designed to get the attention of those in the federal government that can help that can help with that. Uh yeah, it's designed to get the attention of if other states hop on board with Wyoming. Car manufacturers are going to have to decide, okay, do we want to cater to California that's going to keep passing who knows what rules for electric vehicles? Or are we going to go to states and start manufacturing in states like Wyoming, Utah, Texas, Florida, where they're like, you can make electric cars or you can make gas cars, just make us reliable cars. Yes. <laughs> that's all we want. Yes. No, Tesla's Teslas are cool though. Uh, my my niece owned one for a little while and it was fun. But she also got stuck in that power outage in Beaver for is, is that why she owned one? 
Yes. <laughs> it was shortly after that that they sold their Tesla. Yes. <laughs> they sold their Tesla over that. I'm so glad. Yeah, well, they, well, when you get stuck great. overnight in a town in the middle of nowhere because you can't charge your vehicle because the power grid went out because it was overloaded by all the electric vehicles, Oops. it kind of puts into light how utterly useless electric vehicles are. Oops. Well, we just have yeah. to improve our grid with uh, uh, more solar panels and wind turbines that are collapsing for no reason right now. Yeah. yeah. That. And is that what California is doing? Probably. Don't California. they have the worst power grid ever? California probably not even doing that. I mean, last year they were in the process of shutting down their last nuclear plant while replacing it with nothing. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on nuclear. Did you know we haven't built a new nuclear plant in the United States for like 30, 40 years or something like that? Yep. yep. We had an entire oh. episode about that, actually. Yep. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I'll have to listen to it. Before I, it was back when before I joined the show. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, sir. Another uh, another Chad move by a state. Oregon, Oregon's not right. <laughs> Oregon state senator files bill to let more than half of the state secede and join Idaho. <laughs> wow, that is Do more it. than half the state. Do it. Yes. <laughs> the bill, which is being called the Greater Idaho Bill, we covered this bit last year. The voting patterns, of, but it's actually going into action right now. Um, so there's, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 counties have already voted to join Idaho. One county is voting next to join Idaho. And there's a handful that have yet to vote on joining Idaho. Are, are there? Are they? Are all of the counties going to vote at some point on jo voting Idaho or joining Idaho? Supposedly, they're at least in the uh, umbrella hmm. that can vote. Um, oh, is that what that yellow line is? Yes. Is that like so? Within that yellow line, those are the counties that would vote to join Idaho. Yes. It looks like. <sighs> I wonder if they drew those lines based off of congressional districts because they're kind of off from county lines. Yeah, they're a little bit off. But no, I um, I traveled to Oregon over the summer and uh, I remember on the border, like, the, anyway, th the movement is real is all I'm going to say. <laughs> right. They're like, <laughs> some of the people that are in Oregon but kind of close to the border, like, they have the Idaho News on, you know? It's, it's like they wanted to be part of Idaho now. <laughs> it's it's like uh, when I was in uh, Alabama for a while, they tell you that Florida stole their coastline. <laughs> and the people on the Panhandle of Florida would tell you that they're just lower Alabama. <laughs> yeah. so they, they both you know, agreed that they belong to <clears throat> alabama <laughs> <laughs> you know if this uh if this happens you know that would make the shape of idaho look more like a fist with something coming out of it yes <laughs> <laughs> the one finger salute <laughs> <laughs> yes if, if this plan goes into full motion um it would take uh, part of Northern California as well. And Idaho would become a coastal state if that full, if that comes to fruition. 
It would be a coastal state, really? Yes. For the, oh, for the I'd full, have to see the full map. Yeah, for the full plan that they have. Um, so, yeah, anyway. that, that'll be fun. That's a fun thing. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, there's multiple states that are pushing back against credit card companies. Uh, sometime in the th- late third quarter, fourth quarter, beginning of fourth quarter of last year, uh, credit card companies announced that they're changing purchase codes for firearms so that when a firearm is purchased, the business has to label it as such. And so there's definitely not a record of who has bought firearms. Wait, why would the credit card companies try to do something like that? It has nothing to do with the Are they? has nothing to do with ESG. Just telling you right now. Oh. Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. at all. What? Nothing at all to do with that. You know, these these climate, uh, the climate credit score, a.k.a. ESG, that uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, obviously, I know it's just a matter of control, but, like, how do you get from, oh, firearms are bad for the environment. Yep, it's the environment. I mean, you can't, you can't go buying those well, firearms because, they, you know, it's the environment. They wouldn't be under the environment. They'd be under the social the governance. And governance. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's how they would be scored. There's no way this is constitutional. It's not. It's at not. All. Which is why West Virginia has introduced legislation that would ban mm-hmm. credit card companies from collecting or disclosing data on their customers' yeah. firearm purchases. Yeah. And that the, the 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 way that they were trying to do it is they were trying to circumvent the Constitution by having a private yeah. uh, corporation do all of the underhandedness for them. Yeah. Do we have proof of that, that there was collusion between the government and these credit card companies? So, so here's, or is that just an assumption that we're making based off of, here's, you know, here's kind of how it works. So the federal government, especially with this administration, they'll put out something like, I don't know, let's ban uh, arm braces for firearms. Just, you know, out of the blue uh, scenario here. <laughs> Let's right. ban, let's ban firearm braces. So, so, so you can't have a brace for your pistol. Bunch of legal feedback will come back. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. So, Congress won't do it. So, an administrative thing will issue a rule, a guideline, saying, "Eh, if you do this, then it's probably going to be classified as this, which means you'll be committing a felony by doing that." And in the process that it takes for the courts to actually come through and do that, the private sector has already started doing it because, well, they don't want to have to deal with all those headaches. The court comes out and says, yeah, you can't actually do that, but the private sector is still able to just do what they want, which is why you still have companies that are mandating. So, yeah. So in, in this article, it actually kind of highlights some of the issues here. Um, so... Let's September. See That's when it was. Yep. So towards towards the end of the article, um, <clears throat> after talking about uh, the 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 new House bill and and some of that stuff, uh, it says in September, Visa, Master, Mastercard, and American Express announced that they will be assigning specific category codes to all sales from gun shops or gun related purchases from sporting goods stores. 
This aligned the card companies with a global gun control initiative spearheaded by activist progressive banks such as Amalgamated Bank and implemented by the International Organization for Standardization based in Switzerland. U.S. Based law... Based in Switzerland. Yes. U.S. law... There it is. ...explicitly prohibits the federal government from creating a registry of gun owners, but financial institutions have been willing to do so on the government's behalf. PayPal, for example, does not allow its services to be used for gun or ammunition purchases, and America's largest banks have set criteria such as age limits on gun buyers and magazine capacity limits that are significantly stricter than state or federal laws and effectively block them from doing business with most firearms makers and retailers. So you're not, it's not illegal for you to own or purchase a firearm. It's just impossible for you to own or purchase a firearm because... Unless you pay cash. Because the bank you're working with won't allow you to do that. And yes, like Mike said, unless you pay cash, then you can get around all that, which means it's a good thing that they're not working on digitizing our dollar. Oh, wait. They are. So they're circumventing, like, the the government is indirectly violating our Second Second Amendment rights by going through these credit card companies. And because the credit card companies are, quote-unquote, private companies, they can violate the Second Amendment, our Second Amendment rights because they're not officially affiliated with the government. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Another word for they're that. Just, a, sh- <clears throat> a shorter way to describe that is fascism. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the private companies officially are just refusing to do business on a cause that they don't believe in. And at the same time, private citizens are being sued for not baking a cake. Correct. Isn't that, isn't that fun? Yes. To know how that works? Yes. So, yeah. So, West Virginia is fighting back, and other states have started drafting similar legislation. Oh, this yeah, is interesting. Uh, about half an hour ago, back. about half an hour ago, Jordan Peterson tweeted, tweeted, listen and weep. There is nothing you can do that at WEF would not track and control all for the good of the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of firearm things, Illinois thought it would be a good idea to uh, enforce an assault weapons ban to pass a law banning assault weapons, however they want to classify that. And how did that go? Well... 80 sheriffs, so 80 counties, have announced we are not enforcing that law. Oh, nice. How many (laughs) counties are there in Illinois? (laughs) Not that much many more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The assault weapons ban targets commonly owned semiotic rifles and requires those who already own such rifles to register them with the Illinois State Police. There are 102 counties in Illinois. So only 80% of the counties. <laughs> 79-something percent of the counties. Um, Pritzker's office released a statement upon his signing of the bill. It highlighted the registration requirement. The new law also requires existing owners of semi-automatic rifles to register their ownership, ensuring that law enforcement knows the location of these weapons of war and who to hold accountable if they fall into the wrong hands. Weapons of war. Holy shit. 
Again, this is Illinois, the home of <sighs> Chicago, where more people die on a weekend than die in a mass shooting in California wait, during wait, the Chinese wait, wait. New Year. Are you talking about Chicago, the number one prime example of gun bans don't work? No, not that yeah. Chicago. Oh, okay. the, the Chicago, that's the number one example of complete <laughs> restriction of your Second Amendment rights. That's Just Chicago. making sure yeah, that we were talking about yeah. the same Chicago. Edwards County Sheriff Darby Bowie was quick to clarify that he will not be enforcing the ban. Part of my duties that I accepted upon being sworn into office was to protect the rights provided to all of us in the Constitution. One of those rights enumerated is the right of the people to keep and bear arms provided under the Second Amendment. The right to keep and bear arms for defense of life, liberty, and property is regarded as an inalienable right by the people. He referred That's to the, right. He referred to the semi-automatic rifle ban as a clear violation of the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Yep. By that definition, the ban of automatic weapons is also... Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Correct. I should be able to own a tank if I want. Uh-huh. And buy ammunition for it. <laughs> if I can afford to park an aircraft carrier on the side of my house, then damn it, I should be able to own an aircraft carrier on the side of my, my house. house. Yes, <laughs> I should. <laughs> my goal is to someday be rich enough to own an aircraft carrier. <laughs> Just go oh, into the, that would be nice. Just hitch that up to your truck and drive it to the lake every once in a while. Take her for a spin. Take her for a spin. <laughs> Literally, that's all you have room to do in, in the, the lake is just spin it. <laughs> spin it around. An aircraft carrier in the lake. Oh, my gosh. Bring me that headwind. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a whole new vision of Jack Sparrow standing on the edge of a... <laughs> Of an aircraft carrier with his arms splayed out. Pirate music starts playing. I was thinking of uh, secondhand lions. Oh, yes. That's where I was thinking with my visualization. <laughs> See, I... I there was I, a traveling salesman. I, I, crossed, <laughs> I crossed the image of him floating in on the boat in the first movie with uh, the Titanic yes. rail scene. I thought it was great myself. But. I'm flying, Jack. I'm flying, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better because they're both named Jack. <laughs> oh, hey. And it's an aircraft carrier. Now, <laughs> now just replace her voice with Barbosa's. Yes. Don't let go, Jack. Never let go. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> You best start, start believing in worthless purchases, Jack. You're on one. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, I found a good doctor. Oh, did you? Yes. You might have to fight to get him out of court in order to use his services. <sighs> which the way things are going with the information that keeps coming out on the daily with uh, the vaccines from might be worth it might be worth fighting for this guy. So jailbreak it is then <laughs> Utah surgeon and others are accused of destroying vaccines and giving fake shots to children. I know a couple of guys in Tennessee that have experience blowing open the side <laughs> of uh, <laughs> They may or may not have experience using C4. 
A Utah plastic surgeon, his neighbor, and two others are facing charges in connection with allegations that they gave people fake vaccination cards and destroyed government-provided COVID-19 vaccinations. Who are you who are so wise in the ways of science? I'm Arthur. (laughs) I'm not ignoring your authority. I'm completely denying its existence. (laughs) (laughs) They are also accused of giving children fake COVID-19 shots. Heroes, in my opinion. Yes. According to court documents, Dr. Michael Kirk Moore Jr., 58, and three others allegedly ran a scheme, ran a, that's, scheme is the wrong word, but, you know, whatever, out of Plastic Surgery Institute of Utah to defraud the United States and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Notice that they weren't defrauding their customers. No. No, they're defrauding the federal government because, well, we paid for these and we gave them to you. Oh, I destroyed them. (laughs) The documents, and not the state of Utah either. It's the United (coughs) States and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The documents say Moore and his neighbor, Kristen Jackson Anderson, were members of a private organization seeking to, quote, liberate the medical profession from government and industry conflicts of interest, end quote. Yes! Yes! The pair, along with office manager Carrie D. Bergling and receptionist Sandra Flores, are accused of destroying at least $28,000 worth of COVID-19. Those are rookie numbers vaccinations and distributing at least 1,900 doses worth of fake completed vaccination record data record cards. Heroes. The court documents allege the fake vaccination cards were sold either for direct cash payments of $50 per person, per occurrence, or required donations to a specified charitable organization. Okay. Do it. (laughs) And (laughs) the documents estimate the fake vaccination cards have a total value of nearly $97,000. Moore and his co-defendants are also accused of giving children saline shots at the request of their parents so that the children would think they were receiving COVID-19 vaccine. So the children didn't have to lie to the school. (laughs) So the children didn't have to lie to the school, and the parents knew that there's something not right with this, so let's see if we can find someone that will help us not have to deal with this. Which, again, is why... He is not being sued by the patients. He's being sued by, or the state. He's being sued by the federal federal government government. and the CDC. And the CDC, which is also the federal government. Huh. Huh. I I don't have enough good buttons on here. I need, I need a, some heroes don't wear capes button. Yes. So my question, did, um, did all the parents know that these were saline shots or was he just randomly it, it was, giving it? It was at their request. People? Yes. Yeah. Apparently at their, at their request. Oh, yeah. wow. That's amazing. So by allegedly, so this is from, uh, uh, Kurt L. Moeller, agent Moeller, special agent in charge with the department of health and human services office of the inspector general. By allegedly falsifying vaccine cards and administering saline shots to children instead of COVID-19 vaccines, not only did this provider endanger the health and well-being of a vulnerable population, but also undermined public trust and the integrity of federal health care programs. 
In order to undermine those things, those things would actually have to exist. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, uh, didn't There's we no such find thing out that the vaccine is neither safe nor effective? Only by, and so this guy was right all along? Only he in charge now? Only by Pfizer's own admission and the CDC's own data. Yes. There's neither so, integrity like nor trust. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're they're saying now that he was undermining the trust or whatever of yes. the medical community. Yes. That's hilarious. And the sailing they, sharks they might want to look in the mirror and understand <laughs> what a sense of scale is. Well, when you don't have a reflection in the mirror, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. <laughs> Giving saline shots to children would is dangerous to a vulnerable population. I, I'm sorry. Children were the least vulnerable to COVID. No matter which way you hack and slice that data, children are the least vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't uh, in Europe, didn't they start saying that young men should just not get the vaccine? Yeah, they, they, they halted it to everyone under 19. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, according to Europe, he did the right thing. According to uh, the vaccine manufacturers themselves, the vaccine was neither safe nor effective nor prevented uh, transmission, like at all. And over the weekend, CDC announced that they had absolutely no conclusive data to show that it's safe for kids 5 through 11 to use. Oh, oh my gosh. You want you want to know what else wonderful one what other wonderful announcement came out this this last week uh, along those lines? I'd love to hear it. They are no, now, I'm just they are now talking about uh, switching the flu vaccine to an mRNA variant. Uh what could possibly the, go the wrong? The flu vaccine is an MR, mRNA vaccine now. Please tell me they haven't done this. I, I don't Before. think they've done it yet, but they are they are talking about doing it soon. Remember when? If I remember, people right. I'll see like, if I can find the article. Remember when people like you and I? No, I, I emailed it to the show oh, about the. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Remember, Mike, when you and I were called conspiracy theorists and hacks and didn't know what we were talking about when we mentioned, "Hey, this mRNA thing—they're probably going to use it for other vaccines too." And maybe even use it to combine multiple vaccines together. I do remember all the stupid things we were called when we were right. Yes. Yeah. 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 That they're not gonna do that. That's not gonna. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, what if we make the flu vaccine like this? I hate them all. So oh. not safe or effective. Brilliant. Yeah. Trials and executions. Um, <laughs> no, okay. I, I, I heard somewhere, I couldn't find an article that talked about it. They're also trying to make a tuberculosis vaccine through, through mRNA technology, quote unquote technology. <laughs> technology, quote unquote. <laughs> I, I think, I think we should practice forgiveness in this instance. <laughs> Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. Ah, sweet, sweet, sweet silence. Sweet silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of forgiveness. So, uh, also in Utah, we kind of brushed across this. They are also passing transgender-related things. Um, 
among which is uh, a child can't just change their name just because they need a parent's permission to do so. I don't know why that one's controversial. Oh, I found the article, Keith. Or I found an article. Yeah. Anyway, uh, MIT Technology Review. What's next for mRNA vaccines? And their list of things that are currently under uh, exploration for mRNA vaccines is tuberculosis, malaria, HIV, shingles, and flu. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> being, being headed by BioNTech and partnered with Pfizer. Yeah, no. Let me think about that for a sec. No. <laughs> All the no. So in Utah, um, the Senate passed three hotly debated transgender measures. Uh, Senate Bill 16 um, would ban gender reassignment surgery for minors and hormonal treatments for any transgender teens who haven't already started them. Um, I guess that one still needs one more vote, but uh, that's what they're... That's what they're doing. Which Senate? Did you say this was a state Utah. Senate or the United States? U Utah. Utah. Okay. Utah State Senate. Um, he, now, Kennedy, the bill sponsor, he said he's concerned about long-term effects of surgeries and hormonal treatments on teens. <laughs> what does he know? But opponents of, of the said the bill meddles in private family decisions and could invite lawsuits against the state. To all of those people, go ahead and buy your child a uh, thing of vodka and give it to them. Well, I, alcohol will ruin their minds until they're older. Their mind needs time to mature. Okay, now do transgender stuff. <laughs> next uh, the next one they did prohibits teams from amending their birth certificates until they're 18 years old yes oh until they're 18 brilliant yeah when they're legal adults you can legally change your name how is this not already on the books I don't know because people were sane to a degree before now um, the final bill uh, would require schools to inform parents if there is a school-wide policy of calling children by different names or pronouns. That's a, that's a start. It should be that schools are required to let parents know at any time if their child is trying to call themselves by a different name. Or pronoun. Or pronoun. Or use a bathroom that isn't their biological... Yeah. Or do, sign. or do anything that is outside of <coughs> normal child behavior <coughs> pre-2018. <laughs> I think we need to roll that back a bit further. <coughs> I, 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 I had to start somewhere. Let's go pre-2000. That's fair. I think. <laughs> Let's see. When was Columbine? Columbine? Yes. Uh, that was 2000, wasn't it? I think it was sometime around there. Uh, 99. It was 99. April 20th, 99. 
Yeah. So pre-99, if your child is doing anything unusual for a child pre-99, I think that would solve a lot of problems. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, one of one of the guys had some sort of episode when he was um, opposing the um, name change one. Uh, he, he said, what is the compelling state interest in telling people that they can't change their birth certificates? What is the problem we're trying to solve? I don't know, maybe letting people grow up a little bit before they change the name their parents gave them. Maybe, I don't know. Since apparently I people mean, can't be free to just be themselves, there there is there 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 is an argument to be made against this. It's not that argument, but it is there is an argument, right? For 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 instance, um, when you when you turn sixteen years old, you can technically go in, and if you're you're in a bad family situation, you can uh, apply for guardianship of yourself. At which point, I would say you you should be able to legally change your name. Right. I, I, I know several people that have right. had very, very bad family histories, very bad family experiences and things like that. They went and changed, you know, they, they didn't change their first names. Uh, most of them, most of them changed their last names, specifically did not be associated with things that happened with their family. There are cases like right. that where it would be fine. Yes. But this is specifically referring to people that are trying to change their name uh, before reaching an age where you're legally considered an adult, uh, change change their name to something that is is a different gender and things like that. Yeah, it's it's not mom and dad are fighting and there's some divorce thing or anything like that. It's it's. But I don't know that the bill was worded to include that kind of thing. Right. Is is what that that's the only argument I would have against this bill is is if it's if it doesn't have the the ability to to recognize those specific cases where where it would be detrimental to the child to keep their family's last name or something like that yeah those those special cases should be considered yeah absolutely man it, it would be hard to make up a bill that would catch all the necessary exceptions Right, and and then like there's, there's an exception for everything. That's the same reason why it's hard to to have an uh, an abortion bill because, I mean, how many different kinds of medical exceptions can there be? You know, you, yeah. there's there's so many different things that could could cause issues at some point down the line, and different things that that you know, and and so it's it, these these types of of broad bills are. Yeah, they they help more than they hurt, I would think. But with this bill specifically, I don't know that it would, specifically because both the demographic that it's it's supposed to be helping and the demographic that it would hurt are equally small demographics. Right. You know, it, it's a yeah. small small percentage of people that are. Or believe themselves to be trans. It's a very, very small percentage of people that have a family life that's so bad that they need to change their last name before they're eighteen. You know, that's those are small, small percentages, and that's the, the only reason I bring it up with this one is that that it is both demographics are so tiny that 
it, it would be a coin toss on whether this kind of thing would help more than it would hurt with this kind of thing. You it, know, it looks like I mean, I'm not very good at doing quick legalese on the fly, but it looks like it does offer some sort of thing where you can still do what you were talking about with the oh. name change for stuff. Perfect. Then I'm all no. on board. It's great. Uh, the correction is supported by documentary evidence that is deemed sufficient by the department and was created no longer 30 days after the day the event that led to the creation of the vital record. Perfect. That's good enough to me. So I think All right. I think it probably does. But again, that's on the fly legally is trying to read that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that sounds like good news to me. Right. <laughs> oh, perfect. I support it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Concession <laughs> made. I'm good. I'm good to go. Good to go. Uh, back to Wyoming. Because uh, I did this in no particular order. The order was when I discovered them. <laughs> uh, a proposed bill would eliminate gun-free zones in Wyoming. Oh, good. It's about time. Here, here. It would make everyone safer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh both open and concealed carry of firearms without a permit is allowed in Wyoming, and particularly during hunting season, it's not unusual to see people bearing arms in the cowboy state. Yes, in a state that's outnumbered by deer, you're going to see it. <laughs> However, it's still largely left up to the property owners, businesses, and institutions whether firearms are allowed on the premises. Many businesses won't allow customers or employees to bring their guns. Guns are likewise effectively banned on the University of Wyoming campus, as well as in or around most public schools and other public buildings. Just going to throw this out there. It's only illegal if you get caught. Yep. HB 105 aims to eliminate those restrictions in public or taxpayer-funded spaces. Private property and business owners could still restrict firearms on their premises as they see fit. Fine for them. Moreover, it would make it a misdemeanor offense to try preventing someone from concealed carrying it in any of those places, punishable by up to a year in prison and or a $2,000 fine. Yeah. I mean, I would gladly tuck my shirt in behind my gun so it was visible. <laughs> if that was the case, it's, <laughs> it's a sign that says no concealed carry. All right, tucked, good to go. <laughs> the way we are. Just yeah. try it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Even throwing the fine in there. Hey, you're not allowed to have this gun on, on school property. You want to say that again, but to the camera? <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on one second. I got to pull out my recording device. Say that again, please. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a fantastic way to do it. Like, yeah, we're not doing gun-free zones, and if you try to enforce it, you're going to jail. <laughs> good over in Georgia not the country but the state um, is there a difference one used to be in the Soviet Union yeah Georgia probably has one still is the country the country <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the, co the country Georgia probably has better uh uh, spring break resorts than the state Georgia does. Oh, that's, that's... I don't know, man. That's probably the line I can draw. Probably. It's not a confident line, but I'll draw <laughs> it. <laughs> it's not a confident... <laughs> Have you ever been to Savannah? No. <laughs> Me either, but I hear it's lovely. <laughs> so I'm told. <laughs> Project Veritas. 
I don't know how they do this because it, it's not either. something that they just do, you know, stumble across a guy that just spills the beans like this. But <laughs> they, they have to work for months on these people. They, they did all the legwork to find this guy that's working with Teaching Lab HQ. Um, and this is an organization that creates and sells teaching material for the public schools in Georgia. Well, Georgia recently passed a law that makes it illegal to teach CRT material in public school. And uh, Project Veritas found this guy that says that he's created and is selling material that teaches critical race theory. He admits to Project Veritas, if you don't say the word critical race theory, you can teach it. I'm an evil salesman. They, the state, have no clue. Uh, he, Governor Kemp, is such an idiot. And I don't necessarily disagree with him on that. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's just an asshole. <laughs> um, he says, and they don't even know what's going on. I would say that I'm a good salesman, but I'm also an evil salesman, like so bad. So the state is basically paying for your curriculum without knowing what's in it, the journalist asked. Bostic answered in the affirmative. He explained that Fulton and Cobb counties are currently using his curriculum, which is tailored to kindergarten students. What were the two counties that we had election issues with? Yes. Oh, Fulton and Cobb. Huh. When the state pays, uh. when the pay, state pays for your stuff, they don't know that critical race theory is in it. The journalist commented, right, of course, they don't know. They don't know. I mean, uh, so basically, it just goes right through the right into the account. So he's, he's just bragging to him about breaking the law. <laughs> so it's like an omnibus bill, but for kindergartners. Right. And uh, you accept it, but you don't know what's in it. Yes. And Teaching Lab HQ's director has come out and said, uh, yeah, he's suspended without pay until we get to the bottom of this. Oh, okay. Uh, is this going to be one of those fake investigations, or is he going to get fired? I don't know. Oh, they might fire him just to get rid of the scapegoat. Yep. You got to have a fall guy. This guy unwittingly became the fall guy. <laughs> Oh, he did describe himself as an evil salesman. So. Yes, yes. You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> now, Project Veritas would have gone to Governor Kemp for comment, but he couldn't be bothered because he was in Davos for the huh. World Economic Forum. So, so there's there's that. He wasn't alone, though. The World Economic Forum, you know, doesn't have... Uh, doesn't have any power. Hey, he Biden was at the World Economic Forum. It said okay. that he skipped it. Yeah, he's he's he skipped it. He had to he had to go down to Mexico for a number of days and ah, sign yes. who knows what kind of shady deals with them. Um, yeah, he he was there. Um, John Kerry was there. Um, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, uh, she, she she was there. Um, Chris Coons from Delaware, he he was there. Joe Manchin uh, from West Virginia, he was there. Mickey Sherry, Cheryl Cheryl, New Jersey Democrat rep, um, was there with Manchin and Coons. J.B. Pritzker, 
the Democrat governor of Illinois. Oh. Uh, he, he, he was there. Uh, on the Republican side, Maria Elvier Salazar, a uh, congresswoman from Florida. She, she was there. Brian Kemp from Georgia, like I said, was there. And Christ, Kirsten Cinema from Arizona, also, also there. But the World Economic Forum has no power. Nothing they talk about actually comes to fruition. Like when they talk about having digital currency at the World Economic Forum and then the Treasury Secretary announces that the Treasury is currently working on having a digital currency. I mean, where, where is Davos again? Uh, Switzerland. Oh, didn't we just have another story where we just talked about Switzerland? Something about Amalgus Bank and credit oh, cards oh, and right. tracking your firearm purchases. That's not important. Something without power, you know, yeah. or authority or anything. Or money. No money. Yeah. You know. hmm. <laughs> Interesting how that happens. It's... <laughs> There's not some secret cabal. No, you're right. There is not some secret cabal. It's They're not secret anymore. Out in the open, <laughs> and you still They're saying everything. <laughs> <laughs> While we're in the federal realm of things, um, remember when they were going hard after Trump for his Russia collusion and all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Justice Department announced Monday charges against f former FBI counterintelligence official Charles McGonagall. For Did you say McGonagall? McGonagall. McGon, yeah. Allegedly violating sanctions on Russia by providing uh. services to Russian oligarch Oleg Deprepska. No relation to the lady that can turn into a cat in the Harry Potter series. Completely different McGonagall. Yeah, not the same spelling. Not the same spelling at all. Well, and what makes this interesting is this is the guy who was part of the investigation into Trump's Russian collusion. So this, this guy that was investigating Trump and trying to get charges against him for colluding with Russia uh, because they investigated Oleg Deprepska and any ties he might have to Trump. Turns out this FBI agent actually had ties to that guy and was doing everything he was blaming Trump for doing. Objection. <laughs> All right, sidebar. Do I just have a really dirty mind or is Amanda Head the worst news anchor? Very I've ever not, heard. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> bad. That's that's unfortunate. <laughs> I would I would say that's a suboptimal name to have. <laughs> not even in news, just life in general. In general. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. If she ever listens to this, I'm sorry I laughed at your name. But did, did you marry into that? Or I know. was it intentional? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. During his time working with the FBI, McGonagall reportedly investigated Russian oligarchs, including Deprepska. 
The oligarch was already sanctioned in 2018 for allegedly helping Trump become president in 2016. He was charged in September with violating sanctions imposed after Russia invaded Ukraine. Prosecutors alleged that he was involved in a scheme to have his girlfriend give birth in the United States so the child could be a U.S. citizen. Depravska, a close ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin, who ran Russian ammunition company Rusal, was accused of coordinating the Trump campaign's collusion with Russia in 2016, with the overall accusations having later been discredited. During his business dealings in Russia, President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, asked for intelligence and risk analysis report on Depravska, according to documents obtained by Just the News last year. And this FBI agent was part of the ring that gave them fake information because he worked with this Russian guy to give fake information. <clears throat> and yet, half the Democrat Party still believes in the Russia collusion thing. Still believes in Russia collusion, and they went through a whole impeachment ordeal because of it. Yeah. Turns out... Unbelievable. Not only was the information fake, but they went after the wrong guy for the information. <laughs> it turns out the FBI agent feeding them the information was the one that was actually doing the information he fed them. Is the media covering it, Trevor? Uh, no. That's a hard, uh, one. hard pass on that one. Does the media ever cover anything that we actually need well, to know? Well, they covered the other thing. That turned out to be fake. You think they'd cover something that's true once in a while? Well, they did cover that. But then shooting. they would actually have to do their damn job. That shooting in California, they were all over that for about 10 seconds. And um, what, then what did they realize? Well, they had to change the narrative real quick because they realized it wasn't a uh, hate crime. They realized it was actually just Asian on Asian violence. It was like, a, wasn't it a domestic, domestic uh, abuse? scandal or something like that gone awry yeah and so it went from look at this white supremacy taking over it's an asian guy doing the shooting the guns are bad aren't they just the worst <laughs> let's just move on it's essentially what happened with the mass shooting in california Ooh. matt gates yeah, maybe not <laughs> matt Gates, speaking of firearms. I am a fan of Matt Gates. Matt Gates just gave us the perfect blueprint for oh. any and all laws moving forward. His interview on Timcast the other day was awesome, too. He introduced... He is a congressman from Florida, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was one of the 20. Almost he convinces me to be a Floridian. <laughs> he, he introduced a bill. It is one page long because the new rules and... Congress mandate that they have to be very short bills and they have to be to the point. Yes. The point of his bill, you have to read the entire page worth of introduction, sponsors, long name of the bill, short name of the bill, so on and so forth. So you get to the last line on the bill, line eight. The ATF is hereby line abolished. Eight. You have to read all of the things. You have to you read to... all of the different ways to name the bill, just so you can see the Abolish the ATF Act is exactly what it says. The ATF is hereby abolished. Uh, so remind me, what is the ATF? The Bureau of Alcohol, exactly. Tobacco, and Firearms. And Explosives. And I did not know there was an ATF. What, what do they do? They, well, they what, should what do be they... a convenience store. 
<laughs> but they are, in fact, a branch of the government that is bent on infringing rights. Yes, they are part of the executive branch under the Department of Justice. And they go around inspecting firearms dealers, making sure they're following all the rules, not selling illegal firearms, quote-unquote illegal. And uh, every once in a while, they show up at your door and knock on your door to see if you'll give them information on the firearms you have so they can then use it against you in some sort of court of law. That's what the ATF does. The ATF is the reason why if you want to buy a suppressor for your firearm, you have to wait at least eight months, if not a year to year and a half to get the suppressor. Gotcha. Um, so they're, they're an enforcement wing of the executive branch, basically, that is related to alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. And yes, they are yes. a branch of the Gestapo, <laughs> indeed. Yes. Go, go give them to Border Patrol or something. They can all have jobs there. No, just abolish them. They... <laughs> I don't care if they get another job anywhere else. That's on them. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is the same agency that just after the Supreme Court told them, you can't just make up rules and say that things are illegal. Turned around and absolutely just turned around and made a thing illegal just because. Without grandfathering in. So just instantly made 40-some-odd million Americans felons by putting in a rule that you can't have a brace on your pistol. You, you can only be a felon if you broke an actual law. Yeah, it is not a law. It's currently not in the federal code either, so technically it hasn't taken effect, if it will at all. But the fact that they're trying to do it anyway, without vote from Congress, vote from you. Do you even know who the head of the ATF is? No, you do not, because they are appointed no. and elected. So, yeah. That's, uh, oh, Gates was, uh, his district was where I served my mission. Well, no, no wonder I like him so much. <laughs> the, the panhandle of Florida <laughs> is where his district is. Wish I could say the place where I served my mission was a place where somebody like Gates was elected. <laughs> one day, one day. Fortunately, I believe the place where I served elected Warnock. Oof. There's a uh, new problem on the border. Illicit materials, illicit items are uh, being smuggled across in increasing alarm now. Eggs are becoming a major problem on the southern border. <laughs> How good is the American economy doing? Well, people are smuggling eggs across the southern border. Oh. Eggs? Yeah. And that's and that's illegal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why? Because you have to claim them through customs. Uh, if you're smuggling them, you are not claiming them in, in customs. And also, by claiming them in customs, you have to pay the tax of the value of the item. Which in the United States, eggs are worth a ridiculously larger amount more than they are here in the U.S. Don't we get tons of food um, imported from Mexico? Why can't we just get eggs too? So the, the average price of a dozen large eggs was $1.93 in January of 2022. It has risen. And now it's like $5, 5 to $6. It has risen to four twenty five by December. Whereas, well, that's, okay. so that's a dozen eggs, 
425 average December. South yeah. of here, you can get 30 eggs for $3. Yeah. So, uh, I'm tempted to do business with the drug cartels if they have eggs. <laughs> well, we were drug cartel. Then we realized eggs are much better. <laughs> <laughs> so we, sm- we smuggle eggs. <laughs> I'm happy to report. I, I would pay $3 for 30 eggs. Right. I'm happy to report the first area I served in elected Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Snow. Isn't that uh, Wyoming? Uh, no, Georgia. Georgia. 14th, Georgia. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know she was Georgia. Georgia, Georgia 14th okay, cool. Congressional District. Uh, rep is uh, Marjorie well, I, Taylor Green. I served my mission in California, so I'm sure they elected great. Oh, I think oh, you're nice. SOL on that kind of representation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I beat Keith in this, so <laughs> I'll take a happy second place. <laughs> Take my victory where I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have seen a... Here's, here's what also baffles me about this. Customs and Border Protection said they saw an uptick of 108% in egg seizures in the last three months of 2022. Is that like a seizure well, you have from eating an egg or... As in, they've, they've taken... Seized eggs... They, they stopped someone illegally crossing the border, and on this someone, they had whatever number of eggs on their person that Border Patrol seized from them. And it's a 108% uptick from the last three months, hmm. which means that some, value, some number of eggs has been illegally crossing the border for some time now. <laughs> you want to know some fun <laughs> egg facts? That would be excellent if you would share some with us. You're welcome. Ha! <laughs> the most important egg fact I can give you is that the word egg is not only referencing the delicious food, eggs. Uh-huh. It is also a New Zealand slang word for someone who is acting like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> More, you well, know. that joke just can't be beat. <laughs> <laughs> just beat it. Uh, it oh, Mike, you're such a practical fried. yoker. <laughs> it can be poached, fried, and scrambled, though. <laughs> uh, other food products <laughs> seizures made by the CBP, the Border Patrol, Customs and Border Patrol recently include one haul of 484 pounds of bologna and another of 285 pounds of cheese. So they missed the guy with the bread. <laughs> he got through. <laughs> this this just reminds me. Did you guys ever see Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island? Yes. No. Yes. So the beginning of Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island... Shaggy and Scooby are working for the CBP in an airport confiscating contraband and they go and they eat the entire contraband (laughs) closet. (laughs) That's a great show. You should watch it. Anyway, here's the best part. So each of those violators were fined $1,000. Sadly, hunger... Hungry border officers aren't able to use the contraband eggs for breakfast sandwiches as all seized food products have to be incinerated. 
So food is pouring across our border and we are burning it so it doesn't get to anybody's home. Well, it could be filled with bad stuff. Yes, because never ever has there ever been a story broadcast across every news station about uh, reclaiming food items from stores because salmonella or something was in said item. And never once have we ever complained about a food shortage around the world that leaves people hungry. (coughs) (laughs) Not even once. Not even once. Everyone is fed well all the time. The last... So well, in fact, that we can just burn food. Just because. Just because. The last bit of uh, federal news here is uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, yay. Who... I am convinced is probably is she is on par with uh capsizing island guy Hanks Hank Smith who is she now I'm with with the level of dumb that she's at that she has I'm excited I'm excited to that see That being how. said <clears throat> sometimes when she stays on script she says exactly what is supposed to be said. This was in Florida at a uh, rally that was supposed to celebrate 50 years of Roe versus Wade, but apparently, obviously, they can't celebrate 50 years of that because it was overturned. This okay, was, so they were... Yeah? Uh, they were talking about... They were having an event, uh, maybe not celebrating, but commemorating the anniversary of Roe v. Wade being passed. And because it just got overturned, it is now a somber occasion for the pro-abort out there, including Kamala Harris. Yes. And is that okay? Yes. And this is so. What did she say? This is just a little snippet from what she said, and it says a lot. It's uh, 14 seconds here. Are you ready for this? Yeah. The promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Now, she forgot one. I'm I'm not a constitutional scholar. She forgot a lot of things in there. <laughs> she but, had to pause each time she left something out so that she wouldn't accidentally say it. Did you catch that? Like like I said, she's probably the dumbest person in government right now. But when she stays on script, she says exactly what is supposed to be said. She left out, uh, she left out, well, let's hear it one more time. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence. Declaration of Independence. That we are each endowed. Endowed by our creator. With right. With certain. Unalienable rights. Unalienable rights. To liberty and the pursuit to, of happiness. To life, life liberty. liberty. Life. Pursuit she forgot life. Yeah, because, you know. That, that has to be intentional. <laughs> she, she also forgot creator. She, she also oh, yeah, forgot creator. creator. That's another big one. Yeah, so <clears throat> in those 14 seconds, she made the point that every pro-life activist has pointed out with constitutional debate on on the subject. The Declaration of Independence 
is the reason why abortion is illegal. <laughs> Constitution. Yeah. Well, and if you, I mean, and if you dig into it even further, in order to preserve these rights for ourselves and our posterity, kind of hard to have a posterity if you're destroying the posterity. In which case, yeah. why do you preserve the rights? Well, no, when over when Roe v. Wade was overturned, um, I, I think it was Clarence Thomas. But they threw around the idea of making it illegal across the country constitutionally uh, because we have the right to life. So basically saying that constitutionally, because we have the right to life, we wouldn't be able to um, enact laws in the state allowing abortion. That but of course, like the other justices had, say, yeah, yeah. yeah <clears throat> um, again, I'm, I'm not 100% sure he's the one that like officially made that argument. Um, I would imagine he would have the appetite for it. But would, the rest of the justices most certainly did not. So I would we're put left with money, what we have. I would put money on the fact that it wasn't Richards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, no. I, I, I love the Declaration of Independence. So since we brought it up and since Kamala Harris um, is talking Richard. about it and yeah, intentionally left out certain rights we have, and I might add where we get those rights from. Yes. Um, I'm going to vent about it, because the I things that she left out, for one... For oh, one thing, look, it's a hot key. Left out. It's a Wait. hot key. <laughs> <laughs> um, she left out life, which obviously is something she, like... Um, rhetorically wants to leave out at an abortion rally, um, but also their creator, because she wants to think, and the left broadly likes to think that our rights come from government. Yes. But the problem with that is if the government grants you rights, they can take them away as well. Yep. But having unalienable rights given to us by our creator means that the government cannot take those rights away from you. And if they try if they try to take away our unalienable rights, it is our duty to rebel against that government and replace it with a new government. Which, by the way, we're certainly getting there. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. The, steam's, like, the steam's vented out. <laughs> hold on, just... Just a second. Um, <laughs> like, I just, I just want to say that the tragedy of our society is how many people are rejecting the philosophy behind having a creator. Because when we, from a government laws and a moral point of view, when we undermine our creator, we are also undermining our human rights because our human rights come from our creator. And if we reject our creator, we are, we are also rejecting our human rights and our human rights after we reject our cre our creator would only come from a government. I don't see another option. And so if people reject our creator and we end up in some sort of authoritarian government state, it's kind of the fault of the people who rejected their creator. <clears throat> Aside from every time that's happened in history, what evidence do you have that something like that would happen? <laughs> Um, besides that? Yeah, besides every example. So, so besides all of the evidence, what evidence do you have? That sounds like something a CNN reporter would ask. 
Yeah, kind of like uh, when they were in Atlanta uh, yesterday, and they they thought it worked so well the first time. They were in front of a flipped-over, burnt police car talking about how it's a mostly peaceful protest going on behind them. <laughs> it's even funnier the second time. <laughs> I think it was CNN. It was probably someone else, but still. That's our society right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. <coughs> Sounds about right. This, I I have one story that popped up real quick from California. Oh, no. I, I think it's how they're going to try to pay for the reparations. They're... Uh, there, a bill was introduced to impose a one and a half percent tax on residents' worldwide net worth in excess of a billion dollars, or five hundred million dollars for a married taxpayer filing separately, starting as early as twenty twenty four. What's significant about this? It was it will apply to every resident, regardless of whether they are in the state part time or temporarily. It will also allow the state to pursue wealth taxes from former residents who built their wealth in California, but moved. Former residents? How would they even enforce that? I don't know, but I really wish I was stupid rich and moved out of California, so when they sent me the uh, tax form, I could tell them, so you're going to send me a uh, ballot too? Well, no, you don't, yeah. live in the okay. st- you don't live in the state. We can't send you a ballot. Then I'm not paying any taxes. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. And, and this is all in the name... Of equality. Yes, yes, and, yes. And speaking of equality, and another thing, <laughs> equality. <laughs> so, this is, so speaking of tyranny and rejecting our creator and our inalienable rights, um, I am just amazed at how equality is some kind of like rallying cry for leftists, particularly like average everyday leftists. You know, they're like, no, we need to solve inequality. That is literally impossible because in order to solve inequality, you literally have to like take things from people. Anyway, like it basically, if you are solving inequality, you are begging for for tyranny because um, equality is um, basically the opposite of freedom. Like you cannot have freedom and equality at the same time because people make different choices and therefore they all get different results resulting in inequality. So yes. trying to solve inequality is counter to being free. So those that are trying to solve inequality are begging for tyranny. Right. And it's a, uh, you can have equal opportunity, but you cannot have equal yeah. outcome. Yeah, absolutely. So, do we want the music for this mic, or what do you think? I mean, it's right. it's, it's historical. It's historical. Sure, oh, it's, we can do. Uh, it's cosmic, even <clears throat> cosmically historical. We can uh, we can we can throw in a little bit of music a, here. A little a little slice. Yeah, a little slice. A little slice uh, of history coming yeah. here uh, right at you. We got a got a short little uh, slice of history snippet for you. <laughs>
2003, Belgium. Selection <clears throat> time. It is the first time that Belgium is using... Uh, it's the first time that Belgium is using electronic voting. Now, uh, everything seemed to go smoothly and fine. Everyone was proud of themselves for having a basically flawless election, aside from a, an occasional kind of foreseen computer glitch here and there that they quickly fixed. Yeah. I, I had to look at Belgium on a map that's right in between Germany and France. See. They're for famous for their waffles. Know, like me. Famous for their waffles. I literally thought it was a city in Germany. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. It is a country. So, uh... Anyway. So they thought it was all fine and dandy, and then they got a phone call from their election officials, basically. The guys that kind of set up the whole computer system said hey we got we got an issue here we uh tabulated all the votes and it seemed to be fine and then we added the votes together and it added up to more votes than there are people in the town <laughs> they're like oh yeah that's a that's an issue it's an issue so they uh hurried over and examined everything they could they didn't find any evidence of tampering with any of the machines. They didn't find any evidence of software issues, programming issues, hardware issues. They could not find anything wrong with what they set up at all. And all their little tests that they ran quickly showed that it was all functioning correctly. So they hand counted the votes and they found that the votes had 4,096 extra votes than before. That does not sound like a random number, Trevor. No, if uh, if you are a tech geek computer whiz of sorts, you'll probably laugh at that 4,096 and know exactly what it is. What is it? Yeah, I was, I was proud of myself. I actually caught it before they told me um, what it was. Um, my degree is in math, and so I recognized it. But that is uh, 2 to the 12th. Uh, and the reason that it's significant is because that is what computers talk in. Like, they, they talk, um, your they hard talk drive by size. Tubes. Yeah, basically. Like, all of your hard drive si sizes, for some reason, they are to the power of two. Like, a gigabyte is not a thousand megabytes. It's actually a 1,024. Right. Which is to the 10. And it's And it also explains why... For the most part, computer technology always doubles in power or size or capacity yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because even though we use ones and zeros to tell the computer what to do, the computer responds with twos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not a computer guy. I'm more of a math guy, so I don't understand why they talk in this language, but I do recognize that number as two to the 12. Yeah, so... The basic way that this voting machine worked is a vote would be cast and there's 13 different uh, signals for the computer. A vote would be cast and the first signal would be lit and it's two to the zero power, which is one. Anything to the zero power is one. And then the next one would be lit, two to the first power. And that would be two because two times nothing is two. And then two times one is... 
Well, two. Yeah, two, two times one. Two times. Two times nothing is one. Two times. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> two times zero. I was trying to not say zero, which is why I said nothing. <laughs> it's just a two sitting there. And then it's, yeah, it's actually two to no power is two. Yes. <laughs> well, two to the first well, is two. Yes, no, two to one. Anyway, Do hold on. Let me just explain this real quick. <laughs> Let me explain this. No, just because you know doesn't mean that we can't stumble across it. So the reason <laughs> he's a math magician. The way that the way that powers work is that anything to the zero, it just starts with one. Yeah. Yes. Um, so two to the zero is just one. And then two to the one is one times two. And then two to the two is one times two times two. And so forth. So that's that's how that works. That's how math magicians work. That's right. <laughs> and it, it goes on up to two to the twelfth, which was the final, the thirteenth. Well, twelve isn't thirteen. When you add a zero, then you have thirteen. We counted the zero, <laughs> so there are thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah. So they they just chalked that up as oh, the computer just did something weird right then and counted 4,096 extra votes, but we caught it. We fixed it. We're good to go. Except for one person on parliament, a younger lady, um, and, uh, kind of new to this whole thing. She saw that. She's like, shouldn't that be an issue? Like, I don't know, a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone else, everyone else on parliament and everywhere for that matter was saying, Oh no, it's not an issue. Just move on. We Don't investigate. It's fine. We caught it. We fixed it. It's fine. Whatever. And, uh, she, she decides to dig into it and she finds, well, IBM did this whole research on computers with glitches and having weird firing of signals and all this stuff. IBM found that the closer a computer was to space, the more oddities the computer had in what it did. Yeah, well, that that was more of an anecdote, but yeah, like Earth is bombarded with cosmic rays from space all the time. But yes, as you increase in elevation, there are more cosmic rays, and so it is more likely that this error would happen more often. Yes. And uh, so using that, they IBM determined that, hey, sometimes computers make mistakes because, well, space intervenes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> so she, she did all this research and took the findings to Parliament and said, hey, I think, I think what happened there was somehow a charged cosmic ray Basically, a sun blew up thousands and millions of light years away. And on May 13th, 2003, whenever it was, one of those charged particles hit exactly on the part of the computer that would fire for that 4,096 votes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like this is a one in a, you know, one in a trillion odd chance. It, it is. We have these cosmic rays hitting us all the time. You can say, though, the odds are astronomical. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Your jokes are well, bad. Well, that took me a second to get. I've only been waiting all day to deliver that line. 
What he hasn't told you is it took, second, him, it took him two hours of research before he actually came up with that joke. Uh, Worth it. Was it in Worth a it. galaxy far, far away a long time? No. It was. It was. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, yes. the sun exploded. Yes. Cosmic dealings here. <clears throat> so, uh, so, yeah. So, since the IT guys could not explain it at all they determined i guess that's probably what happened because that's the only thing that makes sense she delivered her findings to parliament parliament laughed her off like space rays are gonna change computers yeah whatever whatever and she flipped it around on him and she said can you guarantee that this cannot and has not happened before and Parliament laughed her off, except for the Prime Minister, who actually thought about it as, no, <laughs> I, I can't. And she brought up the point of, this one was caught because it was 4,096. What, what would happen if it's 32 votes here, eight votes there, four votes here would you catch that huh how many votes did joe biden get just that's just i no reason i'm asking i'm just curious just popped in my head it's not related at all i don't know why i thought of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure you cuz you know the odds of a man staying in his basement for an entire election cycle and having basically nobody show up to any of his rallies winning with the most votes possible are yeah those those are well, some odds <laughs> biden got the mo- allegedly got the most votes in history and trump on that very election got the second most votes in history what a coincidence yeah the are you saying this is what happened with a 2020 or 2022? I, I don't know. Because we're apparently not allowed to investigate any of this. Yeah, well. But that being said, the odds of being attacked by a penguin in your home are slim, but never zero. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> like, I. Like, I think it's plausible that this bit flip is something that caused the 44,096 votes, whatever. And they did fix the issue, didn't they? Yes. They, since they caught it, they were able to fix it. Yeah. That being said, you, you actually can't fix the bit flip. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a fixable but, issue. And in fact, the, the smaller and more powerful our computers get the, the worse the problem gets at a, a, a modern day supercomputer has one of these glitches, Roughly every, one of the articles I was looking at was saying like every 10 to 17 hours. Right. And it's, and those are the ones that they catch. Yeah. Because like, like her point was they caught, they caught this because they counted the votes and it was more than there are actual people able to vote. So something happened here. Whereas if something like this happens, 
if they count all the votes, they're like, wow, we had a 99% turnout. That's pretty great. Did they actually but also, have a 99% turnout? <laughs> unprecedented. Yeah. Like, um, but no, the, the reason I find this story interesting is not, um, not be, because of the plausibility of this bit flipping actually causing issues. Um, because in the, in the podcast that all three of us listened to, um, they also talked about how the same phenomenon um, caused a plane to switch off of autopilot. Yes. Um, yeah. And also in, I believe it was Toyota cars, it caused a recall where some people were not able to control the, the gas, like it, the car would just keep accelerating. And they could use the brake, but it wasn't enough because the car would continue accelerating. Yeah, you had to shift and it in neutral it caused, and hit the brake. It caused something like 80 or 90 deaths, the Toyota thing, yeah. um, which caused a recall. And so, like, the, the people that delivered this podcast, they weren't, like, right, right-wing podcasters that are saying, oh, this is voter fraud or whatever. Um, they were just more like that they were delivering it in a... Isn't this interesting? This is a phenomenon that we're just not aware about and it causes issues in our modern life. And they gave three anecdotal examples right. of this bit flipping phenomenon um, causing problems in our everyday life. And I do think yeah. that it's plausible that the bit flipping is what caused those three issues. But here's the thing is I could also see it being used as an excuse for something like this intentionally happening in voter fraud and be like, oh, gee, why? And, and basically escape um, uh, accountability for it. It's like, oh, gee, how did that happen? Oh, I guess it was a glitch. Or it? The bit flipping must have happened, you know, if, if they're ever caught for something like this. Right. Anyway, that, that was a conclusion that I came to, but not that anyone has tried to make that excuse. But I do think that the overall conclusion is, my gosh, these computers are not reliable. Let's stop using them. Let's go back to paper ballots. That seemed to have worked for a few hundred years. A couple of right. years. Yeah. It seems to be fine. Um, one thing yeah. I thought was interesting, too, because I was initially thinking, so, well, if we have some type of Faraday cage or whatever around it, that should help it. Nope, Faraday cages don't work for these kinds of things. It, you need, like, a, uh, according to this one article, you need um, 10 feet of concrete to shield devices from these particles hitting them anyway so it's it's just a thing so i <laughs> it's just a thing i did think that this with. was i did think this was an interesting phenomenon for sure yeah but i think that someone hacking a voting machine or them programming um like cheating into the voting machine in the first place i think those are much bigger um threats than actual bit flipping yeah. Yes, um, a much, a much higher chance of something like that happening, yes. Well, I mean, honestly, how hard would it be to, to program into a, program a bit flip into something like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, they could have the... <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like where, <laughs> where when, when X happens, it turns on this other bit at the same time. Like, you know, how, how difficult would that be? Yeah. And then so if, if you get caught, you can just blame it on a bit flip. Right. 
Yeah. And, and, and you know, that's, that's not to say that that's like, ever happened or anything like that, but, but it's an interesting thought. This is, this is really interesting. That, and, and it explains so many issues that everybody has with computers and why the turn it off and turn it back on works so well all the freaking time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Tur- turn it off, turn it back on. Well, now we know why. It's, it's working now. Yep. It's yep. because the space so was interfering it is a phenomenon. <laughs> well, maybe I, I didn't, I didn't get the sense that it was um, messing with our everyday computers. That oh much. no, it totally they is. They did they, say that the other article that we have talks about it. it uh, they call it SEUs, oh, single event upsets. Oh, and, and it happens, oh. it happens fairly often across all kinds it, of stuff. Didn't, didn't you and say so, like, so hours or whatever yeah so so the 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 um the the examples of a plane dropping out of autopilot and stuff like that they're pretty extreme examples a more typical problem that is usually caused by one of these types of events is uh like your your computer or your smartphone micro feet uh freezing or or uh being forced into a reboot state or uh, you know, any one of the number of micro issues that we have with computers all of the time. Those are all examples yeah. of possible or potential, uh, what they call SEUs, which is the single event upsets, which are caused by this. Yeah. And, they- and it, it becomes more and more prominent <laughs> as, as computers become, like I said, as as the smaller, semiconductors right. and the the processors and the memory and all this, as as that becomes smaller, more compact, and more powerful, it becomes more prominent more that these things happen. These things. Yeah, yeah. And, and this this article from Independent points out that um, one way that NASA is protecting their spacecraft because you know you got the space station, whatever else up in space, not really shielded by Earth's atmosphere anymore. Uh, to help reduce uh, these SEUs. So they have a triplicate system of processors that communicate with each other to vote on any decision. So if uh, they say that the probability that SEUs will occur in two of the circuits at the same time is vanishingly small. So if two circuits produce the same result, it should be correct. So they have three circuits there. If so, two of the three, if at least two of the three are giving the same command or the same result, then it in, goes with that one instead in of just other words on one. to, to summarize that in the mouths of two or three witnesses <laughs> shall Bible. every code be established. <laughs> Who knew that NASA needed the Bible to get to space. <laughs> And with that, I think that's a good place to end it. I think it's a great place to end it. That is. All right. That's fine. That has been this week's episode and a small slice of history. Don't forget to do all of the things. Like, subscribe, follow us, retweet us. I say some funny things every now and then. I say some funny things. Keith gets on and makes good points. Makes valid points. Actually tries. I don't, but I say funny things every now and then. I get in and hop onto hashtag bandwagons right as they're ending. That's a fun way to do it. It's a, it's a great follow. It's worth your time. I swear. I swear. 
by the moon in the skies. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That's enough of that. Bye. 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 Fabulous. And the button is red. The button is red. What else is about the button? It's not green. It's, I know it's not green. <laughs> but what else is about it? <laughs> it's green. What I else can't is about see it, it, so I don't know what color it is. <laughs> For all I know, you guys could be messing with me. Have you, have you ever seen uh, Kid History? Uh, yeah. 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 That was, that was one of their... The uh, green pancakes. The green pancakes. It's, I know they are green, but what else what is else about is it? About it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great times. All right. Any hooters? So uh, the articles, Keith, are in no particular order at all. So how I'll they are? Follow you. They're how they are is how they are. It's what I plan on. They're, doing po- they're pulled up on my computer. <clears throat> excellent. Most excellent. Excellent. Yes. So, without that, further adieu, is that it? Are we are we starting now? I mean, is I think it, now is as good a time it, as any to get time started. To start. is it, is it, Excuse me. What about my, I, I, my I believe, red stapler? I, I believe you need to hit the stop button. <clears throat> he he took my red stapler. <laughs> he did not get it back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>